What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Town in Chilliwack podcast episode. This episode features Sarah Finley, or Sarah Sovereign, local photographer, local creative person, and on-the-fence Pokemon Go player. Around Town in Chilliwack has sponsorship space available. Currently, we have two sponsors, Cowork Chilliwack and Ron Laser, the realtor. If you want to get your name out there in front of a whole new audience in a new way, contact me. You can find the contact info on the aroundchilliwack.ca website, and we'll get you rolling. Let's get moving on with this episode with Sarah Finley, or Sarah Sovereign. We'll let her tell you about who she is. I hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am here with Sarah Sovereign. Hello. Do you go by Sarah Sovereign, or...? Uh... Technically, it's uh, Sarah Sovereign Finley. Okay. Yeah. I never know because your website is Sarah Sovereign, and then on uh, Facebook, I see Sarah Finley. I like to keep people guessing. (laughs) I'm mysterious. Mysterious. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Craziest thing, Sarah, her parents live in the same uh, complex area that I live in, Mm -hmm. and uh, never knew it until I think the first time I found out was when we worked on a video slash photo shoot with uh, Emily for Awakenings. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. That little uh, play that they did. uh, That's a long time ago. That was a few years ago. Yeah. 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 And so we had a mix-up of uh, video and photo shoot that we did and out in the forest, people Mm -hmm. in costumes. Yeah. Unsuccessful dry ice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was worth the try, though. Yeah. So what do you do? What's well? Uh, right now, I am I'm in school, so I'm like a perpetual student, uh, and then I'm also a photographer. Good stuff. So what do you do in school? Uh, I'm getting my master's in counseling right now. Okay, that's yeah. a very broad area. Is there a, a area of expertise in counseling that you're? Um, I think I'd like to, like, I guess it's kind of like what sort of therapeutic approach you like the the best. So um, right now I really like uh, narrative therapy and collaborative therapy. And I okay. like the idea of uh, art therapy as well. But I've been told by by my instructors that that might change once, once I actually start practicing. Yeah. Um, there's some therapies that might not, I might not gel with as much when I'm actually practicing. Right. But I'm, I'm probably going to get into um, like grief and loss and, and trauma and stuff is probably kind of where I'm heading. So when you say narrative therapy, what what is that? Uh, narrative therapy is is kind of this idea that everybody has a story, and uh, and like w- like what is your story, and what is the perspective from which you're you're looking at your story, and so you kind of look at ways in which you can reframe someone's narrative to become something uh, instead of uh, of a story. A story of being a victim it's a story of being a survivor a story of strength right. um, and that's really simplifying it like there's a lot more, oh yeah there's a lot more to do with I it. would hope so if you're uh, getting your master's <laughs> yes yeah yeah there's a, there's a lot more to it but it's 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 really interesting it's a it's a really neat kind of therapy yeah it works really well across different cultures and and with different different people and stuff so it's a it's a cool therapy so do you get to study story a lot is that part of what you do or um well i guess to a degree actually like i guess like all all therapy is kind of a story so you're, you're listening to um to somebody else's story and you and you're listening to it um as someone who is not an expert in their story yeah so that's kind of like a little bit of collaborative therapy because you're kind of listening to somebody um and they're the expert of their experience and you're just kind of there to to validate it and and witness it and that kind of thing wow yeah that sounds cool so then aside from school you also 
I'm a photographer. Photographer. Yeah. So what uh, what what is all involved in that? Um, I do a little bit of everything. So I do uh, I do family sessions. I do weird sessions where people wear giant like floral headpieces out in fields. Um, uh, and I do a little bit of like, I really like photographing artists and mu- musicians and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so far to date mm-hmm. of all the photo shoots you've been a part of, and I've been able to A, see some of them and B, be a part of some of them. Yeah. Uh, what's been your favorite Aww. photo shoot? What's one that really sticks out? Maybe not favorite, but maybe memorable for you. Um, oh my gosh. There's I, like, there's so many. I think... Um, Probably one of the my favorite ones is a really recent one. Um, so what had happened was I was in school. I was in residency, which is when we're in school for about five days, and it's a really intensive kind of learning process. And we were taking trauma at that time, so it was some really heavy stuff that that we were dealing with, um, and it can be very very triggering. So one thing that we had to do is after we left residency we had to do a reflection on on how we were sort of processing everything um so i decided to do a photo shoot and we planned it sort of in i think like an hour we planned it and i just called up a bunch of people um and we called it uh trauma roses and it's kind of this idea that even even when you're sort of in a period of of very deep grief and trauma um you still have like if you're if you're in a funeral and you're you're sort of you've experienced loss, you still have flowers, you still have roses, you still have there's still something. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of what we did with that shoot, and we we went into a field and there were floral headpieces and and that kind of thing, and we we shot that. So that was one of my favorite ones. Wow, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking about that, it just reminded me of um, there was a photo shoot that you and I were looking at on Facebook with old people out in the forest, mm-hmm. and they were like covered in moss or wearing yes. like tree sticks yeah yes <laughs> yeah i i want to do that when we get older <laughs> yes i would love to do that i would love to because it's that. it's definitely something you have to be aged like yes. it, you need the wrinkles and the gray hair and oh wrinkles are so great they're yeah. so great and when people tell me like photoshop out my wrinkles i'm like why why they're like they're so awesome they yeah have so much character yeah it's uh, what uh mater in cars too where mm-hmm. he uh every dance a memory yeah basically the same thing yes yeah totally yeah Good stuff. So what's the plan for you for the rest of the summer? What do you uh, got going on? Uh, I am in school. So uh, I'm doing couples counseling right now. Okay. Um, and that'll go on until August 10th. Uh, and I'm actually applying for my internship and my and my practicum and stuff right now. Um, and then I'm just I'm just shooting. I have like a wedding coming up on Saturday. It's going to be one of my last weddings ever. Um, nice. And it's, That's got to be a good feeling. Yes. Yeah. And it's with an awesome couple. So it's it's going to be it's going to be good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you say that you're like a forever student. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> When's the plan? What's the like? When are you going to be done? Um, well, I was, I was actually talking to my parents, and I and I said like, you know, I could just go for my PhD. Like, I could like, why not? And I they got like. Um, <laughs> They got a little worried, <laughs> that like strained kind of like hysterical, like, oh, well, you could. Um, yeah, but... they want to be supportive, but at the same time, they're like, <laughs> are you going to finish school? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, I think uh, I think this is probably it for a little while. Um, but I, I can see myself going back eventually because I've I just I get really interested in, in certain things. And I'm about three credits away from my um, English degree. So yeah. I might go back and do that. Wow. 
Yeah. So you've been going to UFE then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How's the experience been there? Oh, I love I love UFE. Yeah. Um, I went to a few different uh, schools actually before that. Like I went to um, schools in Thunder Bay, and I didn't I didn't mesh as well there. And then I, I went to UFE, and it just it I actually went to go see um, an advisor named uh, Kathy Anderson, and she kind of like sat me down, and she was like she did some sort of like visual imagining of like what I you know what I want to do and where I want to be and and uh and that's kind of how I found my initial path to go into visual arts and and stuff like that so it's been an awesome experience there yeah it's that's a nice great. school yeah uh so someone locally that's interested in going to school like mm-hmm. is there a draw for them to want to go to UFE like or can they is it better to head off to like UBC or SFU or like um, well, I, I can't talk. I've never been to UBC or SFU, so I can't say for sure, but I, I can say that UFE is awesome. And uh, I've really loved the classes I've taken there. I love how there's so many different options available. And I've, I have some really good connections that I've made there with faculty as well. Like the, mm-hmm. the English department there is, is fantastic and the visual arts department. And uh, I have really fond memories of, of going there, yeah. especially now that I'm doing my master's and those classes are so different. They're they're also fun, but I really miss just sitting in an English class and, and hearing about Milton, even, yeah. though, even though Milton is <laughs> Milton. <laughs> uh, you also have a thing for books. Yes. So we're talking about your love for English and Milton. Mm-hmm what's what's your obsession with books you're you're tied with the book man a little bit too yes yeah right so talk about books with me um i like i love books and i love um it's not just actually even reading a book because i especially find now that i'm doing my master's i don't just read for myself as much anymore um but i do i just i love the way that books look i love the way that they smell i love when you can find things tucked into books um and i just love like i have um a book that I actually got from the bookman and it's a it's a book of poems by Tennyson and you open it up and there's like a small illust- like just a small portrait that somebody drew of a woman from like in the back says 1917 and like I just love that you can carry these like stories that other like other people like um people just in general uh put themselves into books and yeah. it's like just reading something is like you're kind of making a mark on it so I like that idea wow yeah that's a great way of uh, describing it uh, I got a chance to sit down with uh, David from who is the book man mm. and that guy like he's it, awesome. yeah. yeah so he's shared similar stories how he's had uh, a fortune of books he said and he's gained and lost many fortunes of books over the years hmm. and uh, but there's a few that he's been able to hang on to that have told more than the stories that are in their pages mm-hmm. which is like that to me is just like spine tingling like when he says it like especially with his british accent and i know yeah (laughs) he could say anything and it's just like you're just like riveted by by what he's saying yeah yeah so what have you uh what have you done at the bookman what uh, kind of work have you been involved with there um i've done it like i did their bookmarks like a very long time ago now yeah um and i've done a bunch of like book related shoots for them and then at one point i i talked to amber and uh and I just, I have so many books and I said to her, like, I'll just, you know, I'll tag you in, in the books that I use from the book man if I, if I use them in shoots. And it turns out that I use a lot of books in shoots. I just kind of have like a pile in the back of my car and I yeah. take them out and, and we use them for things. So, so yeah, that's kind of, I've done that. I've done like a little bit of, I, I've done a little bit of things, like a little bit of um, video 
and stuff in the in the past as well. I think. Yeah. No, I remember you uh, sending over a link for a video that you'd been. Yeah. Testing out. Yes. Yeah. Trying. I've been trying to get you to uh, go for it a little bit more because you've got the eye for it. You just oh, gotta. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Just gotta go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about it, but um, what you're learning in school with uh, with counseling. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is a hobby. I, it's not even, it's a hobby slash profession. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you combining your photography with your counseling? Um, well, I'm really interested in visual storytelling. Um, and I think that's something that's sort of, because we live in like a more digital age, it's more accessible for so many people. So um, I think it's something that's really growing. People are wanting to tell their stories uh, visually. Um, and so there's a lot of opportunity there, I think. And I, I really like that idea. I like that idea of especially having somebody tell me in their own world, words like what their experience is and then trying to, to structure that through imagery, I think is really interesting. So I, I'm, I'm kind of melding those two things very carefully. Yeah. Yeah. So are there any shoots that, uh, that you've done that stick out in that area that... Um, I did a I did a shoot uh, last June for um, a young woman who wanted to talk about her experience of um, of being valued and being um, sort of the the terms and the words that people place onto other people and how that can be very damaging. So what she did is she wrote um, these words all over her body um, that were devaluing words, so um, like ugly and stupid and and those kinds of things. And we went out and we shot that, and then we shot her um, wiping those words off of her body, yeah. and then place, replacing them with with new words. Yeah. Um, and we shot that uh, out by Island Twenty Two, and we shot we started shooting at like three a.m. and we just stayed there till ten a.m. Wow. So it was a really it was a cool shoot. It was really neat. That's a big change in light too. Yes. So you can. Yeah. Use light to tell your story as well. Yeah. It was very cold. For like for June, it was very, very cold. Yeah. Yeah. Island 22 has become uh, quite a favorite shooting area for you, hasn't it? Yes. I go there all the time. I got there seasons past this year. Yeah. I I felt very official. I have like a little (laughs) sticker in my window. Yeah. Well, you probably pay less for parking now, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think uh, the Valley Babes, you took uh, some photos on the the gravel road there right mm-hmm. and they were dressed in they were wearing like just their can can outfits which is basically next to nothing yeah. and it was i want to say it was november yeah um and it was there was snow there was snow at island 22 and uh, i had them like dance and like lay around in the field <laughs> yeah that's the thing i've seen a few of your shoots where it's november or january mm-hmm. and uh your participants are like laying down in a slough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually, um, Pauline, um, Pauline did that once. There was a like a like a creek, like yeah. a backyard creek. I have no idea where the water was from. <laughs> and I kind of like, I, she's wearing this like amazing sort of like nineteenth century esque cotton dress, and uh, we were doing Goblin Market, and uh, and I kind of said to her, I was like, Hey, Pauline, like how would you feel about just laying in this water and just we'll shoo the ducks away and yeah. just kind of get in there and uh, and she agreed to do it so i kind of always frame it that way and i let people choose um i was gonna but, say like how do you get people to do that because i've seen another one where you had a lady in the water somehow and it was like it was not the middle of summer no 
No. Like, how do you get people to do that? Um, I just ask them. <laughs> really <laughs> nicely. Really nicely. And I kind of see, like, I gauge it, like, how they feel. Like, um, I work with uh, my friend uh, Jennifer. She's a model, um, Jennifer Marie. And I work with her a few times, and she's really good about, like, she'll be like, I'll do anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, just put me wherever you want. So I'll kind of ask her, and she'll go into, like, Cultus Lake. She went into Cultus Lake in, I think, like, I think it was October or November or something. And, and, uh, and just, like, totally fine with it. We shoot it in about 15 minutes and then we race back to the car and turn the heat on full blast and I apologize a few times and, yeah. and assure them that the photos will look awesome yeah that you made sure you took the the picture yes yeah 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 took the lens cap off yes <laughs> <laughs> yes so aside from school and work uh, you have you're a bit of a nerd I wouldn't you say I would say so yeah yeah, yeah. what are your uh, nerd obsessions um <sighs> Besides cats. I love cats. Yeah. Um, well, I recently just sort of played, like, I dragged my entire family out to play Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, which I still haven't downloaded, but I will. Um, but I'm just playing with my, my brother right now. So we're just kind of like, we're driving around um, in my parents' car. Just kind of like, and he'll like. Hey, just, mom, come on, let's go. We need you to drive us. Well, my mom is so funny because um, we all got into the car. We're like ready to go. Uh, and my mom goes. Okay, so where do I find the Pokemon? <laughs> where is he? <laughs> is he going to show up? So we had to kind of like explain it to her. We were basically going around and my brother's like yelling from the front seat. He's like, there's one in that backyard. There's one in this park. And we're like pulling over and and getting it. And so we, you know, we do stuff like that. And, uh, and have you bumped into uh, some people playing yes. Pokemon Go? Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of tell, like, there's kind of like a nod that happens, I think, when people realize that you know that everybody that they're playing to you and yeah it's uh it's it's fun it's it's a neat game it's it's interesting yeah yeah okay so you're novice pokemon go yes yeah fan what else um a little bit of star wars i would say mm-hmm. um we have a thing in my family for um old nintendo games yeah so my brother collects them um, and so we'll play we'll play games together all the time or Super Mario or that kind of thing. There's yeah. a little movie called uh, The Wizard. Um, Starring Fred Savage. Such a good Christian movie. Christian Slater. Yeah. 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 And uh, and so, you know, we reference that a lot and we, we talk about that a lot. So. Wow. Yeah. We were just talking about it last night. Yeah. It's a it's an amazing movie. It's Ish. it's sad, though. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it with my kids. Yeah. And. I was like, oh, I love this movie, and I remember it being so amazing. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, holy crap, this is really depressing. It's really, it's really sad. It's, yeah, yeah. And I find that I like I watch it now, especially with my counseling background. Like I'll watch things now, and I'll be like, somebody just needs to just like just sit with that person. And just like, <laughs> how could I help in this situation? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's such a good movie though. It oh, is yeah, sad it is. though. Yeah. It is. It is heartbreaking. But there's some like the the power glove shows up. Yes. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. 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 And then Super Mario 3, that was like the first appearance of yes. Super Mario 3. Yeah. And he's pulling off the secret moves that, that everybody knows now. Yeah. But back then, nobody knew those things. Totally. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's it's an awesome movie. And that's, that we play Super Mario 3 all the time, too. That's kind of a classic, like a sovereign family classic. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is your favorite uh, Nintendo cartridge um, well, I, I really like anything Super Mario. That's yeah. kind of... Uh, outside, just, outside of the Super Mario uh, world, is there anything? Um, oh, there's like so many things I haven't played in so long. You know what, in terms of... Um, in terms of... I wouldn't say in terms of Nintendo, 
there's a really old computer game that I that I really love called Which is um, Heroes Quest. Heroes Quest. Yes, it's by uh, like Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. yeah. I used yeah. to play King's Quest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, I think it was like the same makers and stuff. Too. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. very very related. So I still have that on my computer, and I still, really I still does play. it still work? It still works. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll play it sometimes. I'm <laughs> trying to get my nephew into it. I'm like, you know, there's this game. Like you just you you would love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's know. like Minecraft. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it looks like okay. Minecraft. It's yeah, it's uh it's old. It is it nice is and blocky old. and yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh so aside from video games, mm-hmm. what else uh and you said Star Wars is a minor Star obsession. Wars, yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically anything uh, sort of from the 80s is kind of is great for me. That's like, right. You're a huge 80s fan. I'm a huge 80s fan. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like movies from the 80s and stuff like that. Like I think I even have that like in my photography prep package. I like I let, like, you know, what can you do after a session with me? And one of the things is like, you should go watch an 80s movie. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> The Breakfast so, Club. Right. Like Watch The Never Ending Story. It's awesome. Yeah. I just uh, we had a friend over and she was talking. She had just watched. Uh, the Breakfast Club for the first time, mm. which I was blown away. Yeah. And then she said her older brothers watched it and they didn't like it. And I was, no, uh, you're no, no, you're not allowed in this house. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. I remember it's, watching yeah. The Breakfast Club in high school. Mm-hmm. It was for our, it would have been like our family, whatever class. I can't remember what it was called, mm-hmm. but it was when we were talking about. Um, uh, peer pressure and stereotypes, mm-hmm. which is like that is the Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, thanks to Pokemon Go, the Breakfast Club probably wouldn't exist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Right. Well, yeah. not just Pokemon Go, but just smartphones in general, technology. Well, when you like look at old movies, it's like the world is such a different place. Like it's it's changing so fast. So yeah. it's yeah, it's uh, a lot of those things wouldn't wouldn't happen anymore. So it's depressing. <laughs> It's really depressing. It's depressing. So how do you, uh, what do you see happening here in Chilliwack from a counseling perspective with everything that's going on in terms of like, we've, we've got a homeless issue. Mm -hmm. I uh, definitely have some sort of drug issue Mm -hmm. Um, and theft, crime, right? Petty crime, property crime. What's from your educated Stance. What do you see going on in Chilliwack? Um, what I what I see, like when I look at those, um, when I look at some of those issues, is I I see there's a lot of there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of pain and there's a lot of disconnection. I think as well. Um, so from a like a counseling perspective for me, it's sort of this idea of like how can we um, reach out and and connect um, connect with those people and. Um, I just yeah like I, I think there's a lot of obviously if you if you have like your car broken into you have something stolen that's a that's that's an awful thing to have happen for sure mm-hmm. um, so that's not discounting that at all but I just I, I do think that there's a lot of a lot of pain in that community too and it just in, in Chilliwack in gen- general there's like a lot of pain here yeah. and so from a counseling perspective it's kind of like how can we how can we work with with that how can we bring people together how can we reconnect people so what's just what's what's something pie in the sky answer mm-hmm. right that something that's big and vast like i'm not asking for details or the nitty-gritty of it but mm-hmm. what do you see as a a possible solution for fixing what's going on well i think that um i 
I see collaboration and community. Um, and I think that um, if you, well, I think that if, I think that collaboration breeds community. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it would be really great to have something, to have some sort of like programs or have some sort of outreach or um, some ways in which we could like knit the community back together. Cause I think that there is a very um, us versus them mentality happening right now and and um i don't know if that's gonna help anything in yeah. the long run yeah. yeah it never does really no <laughs> if you look at the history of it yeah it never does uh, one of the things that comes up um, people like to point at other communities where it's been successful uh, we've talked a little bit about it on this podcast is um if we can solve the issue of homelessness mm -hmm. that the rest will follow mm -hmm. would you would you think that that's a legit solution or or the start of many solutions I think probably the start of many solutions I think I think there's a lot of different um, issues that like just besides homelessness I think there's a lot of different layers um, to, to all that to all that and I think that um, being able to to just start somewhere is is an important step I think just starting like how can we how can we actually look at this problem how can we see what the solutions are so even just talking about it and creating like brainstorming and 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 seeing how we can when help people um, is is a really good start yeah yeah good stuff uh, I feel like we I totally took you to a <laughs> way more serious topic there yes <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I do, and I don't know for sure if I can, if I can for sure share this, I can, I can check in, but, um, like I do know, for example, there is, um, like my dad does a lot of work through the church. So he meets a lot of different people and, um, you know, he's sort of one of those people that just sort of welcomes everyone. It doesn't, doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter where you came from. You're, you're welcome to come and he'll take you out for lunch and, and talk with you and whatever. And uh, I know that there's there's somebody in the community that he has been doing that with, and he's created this like real connection with this person. Um, and just having him, just hearing him talk about his friend and and how much his friend means to him is is amazing. And seeing that connection and how that connection is helping that person as well, and helping my dad, I think that that's where the answer lies, right? Is like is creating these connections, creating these relationships, finding value in people, even if they're doing things that are damaging or that you don't agree with or whatever how can you create a connection with them yeah 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 no i love that where you're you're meeting them on the same level yes yeah right everybody everybody loves a, a good lunch yes like, exactly right? right yeah yeah so why not just hang out and eat some lunch and talk yeah yeah i see your dad every now and then at corky's oh he loves corky's does he, <laughs> he does i'm i hide out in the corner there that's my second office i like to say Nice. And uh, as long as the Wi-Fi is working, because sometimes the Wi-Fi is down and then mm -hmm. you can't work. Yeah. He, but yeah, my dad loves it. He loves a good lunch. Yeah. He's like, he gets really so that's excited. one of his go to places. One of his go to places. He has a, like a few in the city. Yeah. Just, Do you know what else is his? Uh... Um, there's that. Uh, I think it's characters. OK. Characters. Yep. And uh, oh, man, there's a couple of uh, banners he goes to a lot. OK. Yeah. He yeah. just kind of has like, because it's around the church, so he kind of goes like... Got a little circuit. Nearby places. And he always <laughs> waits until he's like, he absolutely needs to eat. So then he gets there and he's like, I need to eat immediately. Like, just bring me a sandwich. Like, he just... <laughs> like, and then he'll just... And he'll bring people out. He doesn't like eating alone. So. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. So your love for 80s, what else, uh, what else 
would you say you're obsessive obsessed with we uh we talked about the breakfast club and nintendo the wizard yeah i have an impressive <laughs> i have an impressive audio cassette tape collection really yeah which is um you have space for that uh no <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. Um, but it's uh, and and it's funny because like audio cassette is not is not great sound quality at all. It's, <laughs> no. it's just terrible. Uh, but I have all my old tapes from when I was a kid. I have some that I've sort of thrifted along the way. And uh, when I lived in Massa, that was kind of like all I had is I had like a little tape cassette player. Yeah. Um, but it's also it's actually related back to when I was a kid. It's an interesting story. This is when I was a kid. Um, my dad actually was told that he was going to lose his voice and he wouldn't, he wouldn't have a voice anymore. So what he started doing is he started recording for me and my brother, him reading us stories. Wow. So that when he lost his voice, we would know what his voice sounded like. Um, and what ended up happening, I don't know all the details, but what ended up happening is he went to a conference and everybody at this conference sort of like prayed over his voice. And it's uh, the next morning. He, he, he didn't have much of a voice at all. And the next morning he was able to like get up and actually sing. And he hadn't been able to sing in like a really long time. Wow. So um, that's kind of always, there's been that connection for me with tapes. Because I still have them. So I still yeah. have these like tapes. And you can hear his voice. You can hear like that sort of like threadiness. Yeah. You can hear his voice going. Um, but so that was a, like a really significant thing in my, in my childhood. And yeah. I think that's kind of like why I still... I am still very fascinated by tapes and, and yeah. just any kind of recording. That's crazy. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of bands that you have on your tapes, are there any that... Uh... Uh, a lot of them are very embarrassing. Uh, I was a big <laughs> fan of... It's the 80s, so the 80s. just get over it. I was a huge fan of um, of Mariah Carey, and I really? felt that I, could actually, that I could actually sing like her. I was like, I am. The what next... person in their car when Mariah Carey comes on has not... Right, they could sing as well. She Mo can. I feel like most people do that though when they're on their own, and I would do it like it didn't matter who was in the car. No, <laughs> I just I was like I was working for it. I was getting all those notes. <laughs> I was pretty like I was like fifty percent sure I was hitting them, and like um, so I had a little bit of Mariah Carey, a little bit of Madonna. Yeah, um, I had a lot of Stevie Nicks, uh, Fleetwood Mac, um, which I still listen to, and uh, uh, a little bit of um, Phil Collins. Okay. Kind of stuff. So, like, I like you know, Def Leppard. Yeah, we watched an awesome uh, movie last night, and I I got to see it in New Orleans. Actually, it's called Sing Street. Mm -hmm. So you would probably love it. It's uh, it's set in 1985 in Dublin. Awesome. And this kid basically he sees a pretty girl, mm -hmm. and he wants her to be in his music video. Well, one, he's not a part of a band, and two, he's not about to film a music video. <laughs> So then he goes on his way trying to figure out, okay, I need a band and I need to learn how to make a music video <laughs> so I can get this girl to be in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like there's some awesome 80s songs in there, plus the ones that the, the band makes up in the, awesome. the movie. Yeah. Awesome. So you'll, you'll love it. Yeah. 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 I will check that out. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the hair and the jean jackets. and So great. Yeah. Yeah. The long trench coats with the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been watching, like, me and Jamie have been watching uh, Stranger Things. Have okay. you seen it yet? No. It takes place in the 80s. So, like, I feel like I'm in a, in a state of, like, full 80s nostalgia now. Like, it's, they, they've done it so well. Really? It looks, yeah, it looks awesome. It's like a... It's some, on Netflix? Or? It's on Netflix, yeah. It's like yeah. Super 8, kind of. Okay. Same kind of idea. Yeah. 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 Oh, that sounds good. 
You How many to. episodes is it? Uh, I don't know, but I know that um, Emily has been texting me and she's like, I watched them all in one night. <laughs> so it's really good. It's really good. Wow. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, back to Chilliwack. Okay. Let's, uh, people in Chilliwack that are creative inspirations for you, are there people in Chilliwack that would inspire you to do what you do? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of people, especially that I've worked with, that are just like um, I work a lot with Siobhan from Shivers Designs, mm-hmm. um, and she's kind of one of those people where you can you can just call her up and be like, I just need something like really dramatic, and maybe that has lots of flowers, and then she'll show up and she'll have some sort of like leather octopus like crazy thing that wow, you know, and she'll just like throw it on somebody and you go shoot in the woods. Like she just she can make anything. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, like Emily and Pauline too, like I shoot them a lot and, uh, I've worked with them on a lot of different things and, um, which if people haven't listened to, they are on a around town Chilliwack podcast mm -hmm. and it's chaos. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're theater people, like not just theater people, like acting, dancing, live performance, you name it. Oh, totally. Emily took me once like through her closet to see like the, the, just the costumes that she had made. And it was, it was like, it was mind blowing, like just the detail she'd put into things. Yeah. And she had like, um, she was doing some sort of like 17th century dress and she'd done all of the undergarments for it perfectly. And there were like seven layers of wow undergarments. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I think that there's lots of, there's lots of different people that I've, that I've worked with that are just interesting people. I've worked with um, a lot of people in the pinup community. So like um, Dixie Delight. I've worked with and uh, Lolita Deville and just like a lot of different different people and yeah. uh, they always kind of bring something different, which is really nice. It's crazy how big the uh, pinup world is in Chilliwack. Like, mm-hmm. there's quite a few girls that are involved with it. Yeah. And the amount of charities that they basically help out with. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's crazy because yeah. I um, with bent rods guiding and fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, Danina is very involved with pinup. So we were putting out a pinup poster basically every month for a new piece of fishing tackle. Yeah, those are that's such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did it for I'd say eighteen months, and then we had to take a break because it was it was just getting too hard to like keep coming up with stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was like okay, now is, we need to just back off a little bit, just give it some time. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had all sorts of stuff like, mm-hmm. um, and it was pinup perfection was. The photographer. She's so talented. Yeah. Yeah. That's all she does is pin up photos. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. And then Dixie Delight's been on there a few times and She's delightful. Yeah. 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 We got to take her out sturgeon fishing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> when you take a bunch of pin up girls out sturgeon fishing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. quite sure what to expect. <laughs> yes. It's true. So what do you got coming up? What's uh on your plate for um, well, I'm actually, I'm right now I'm looking at starting my thesis, um, which is, it hasn't been passed yet, but I'm kind of looking at the possibility of doing a photo essay for it. Yeah. Um, so I went, I actually just came back from Saskatchewan where I was kind of like thinking about and looking at my thesis and, and thinking about how I was going to do it. And in that trip, I sort of decided that, um, my idea wasn't going to work at all and I had to totally, totally redo it. So that's kind of what's on my radar right now that I'm sort of working on. Um, and then uh, my friend Jen is is back in town. So we were just talking this morning about, I noticed that there's a bunch of wildflower fields around. So we're going to go and shoot there and 
just uh so nothing super planned but that's kind of how my life works like if i'm going to do something like a creative shoot it's kind of something that happens really really last minute yeah just like zero planning and you you have a thing for road trips don't you i do yeah you love to just hop in the car and just go yes yeah and Uh, usually like around hour nine you're like you don't like road trips as much as when you started out yeah yeah um so we do a fair bit of road trips i do a, a bunch for work too um and I have my go-to foods, mm-hmm. road trip snacks, and I'll share those in a sec. So, but I want to know what yours are. Okay. I'm always curious what people like pack along for road trip snacks because yeah. everybody's got their thing. Well, I've made some really poor choices, especially, <laughs> especially recently. Um, I had this great idea. I went with um, my sister-in-law, Brittany. We kind of went, um, we, we were going to go to Fort St. John. So I packed a cooler of stuff and I got some like delicious wraps from decades and I got um, a bunch of cheese. I got, <laughs> I got like a bunch of like fruit snacks and stuff and I put them all in a cooler. And at the end of the day, after a long day of road tripping, um, we we opened up that cooler and it was just uh, like an apocalypse. It was just oh. so gross. We couldn't eat any of it. <laughs> oh, we, no. just, we had to just like walk away. And Brittany a couple times like through the rest of the trip was like, why would you bring cheese? Like, what? <laughs> why did you do that <laughs> so that was kind of that's so yeah so if if i had like had to choose like we now we're trying to do things that are like you know trail mix um something very safe yeah and uh uh that's that's pretty much what we stick to and then there comes a time too like i think every small town in canada has an a and w so there comes a time when you're when you just can't you yeah. just can't anymore you can't do it so, yeah yeah we uh, we did a road trip once um for work we had to go up to edmonton and uh, we, our goal was to hit every Petro Canada mm-hmm. along the way, and a lot of Petro Canadas are the ones that have the A and W, right? Oh, okay, yeah. So if it if it had an A and W, then it still counted because it was part of Petro Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's what we did yeah. all the way up to Edmonton. It's very easily done; like it's yes. not hard to do at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but then you know like all the specials and everything that's <laughs> yeah that's an awesome that's an awesome trip actually that sounds it was good. pretty good yeah uh, and then I, I was asking my daughter what she thought would be a good road trip food a while ago and her immediate response like without even thinking ice cream and whipping cream and oh, it's kind of like uh, well, <laughs> well that'd be was... tasty yeah uh, that... i don't know how we would <laughs> uh <laughs> It's not really a good one. Yeah. And she was very confused as to why. Like, what's the problem? Yeah. It's ice cream. It's yeah. going to be good. You need to do, like, more road trips. Like, yeah. yeah. She well, doesn't like, like, driving to Langley is a big road trip for her. Oh, okay. She hates it. And oh. so I'm like, ah, come on. We yeah. Gotta, I got to get her on a real road trip. Totally. You know what we did when, when I was a kid? My parents decided that we were going to go to Disney World. And my dad had just bought um, a gold Cadillac. Um, so we piled into this gold Cadillac with my grandmother yeah. and it was like me on one side and my brother on the other side, then my, my grandmother in the middle, just having the time of her life. Yeah. And so we go out, we go out to Disney World and we did it like in two weeks. We did a road trip to Florida. From the West Coast? Um, from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, so yeah. it's not quite as bad. Not still, quite as that's bad. still a long haul. Still a long haul. And I think the entire time I listened to uh, kids gospel music on okay. tape. And uh, sang along the entire the entire time um, until that tape mysteriously disappeared. Um, <laughs> Grandma's got that song, <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure because my mom told me after she was like, she just couldn't take another minute. Like she couldn't. 
she couldn't take another minute of that tape. And me like feeling like I was, you know, the next Mariah Carey singing this little light of mine was just, yeah. She was done. She was done. She was really done. I had, there's two tapes I remember specifically. Uh, One was the soundtrack for Cocktails with uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, With the Beach Boys on it. Yeah. And then the other one was the uh, Back to the Future soundtrack. Yeah. Which was pretty awesome. Yeah. You got uh, Power of Love on there. and Yeah. You listen to the news. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, Back to the Future made that band. Yes. Back to the Future (laughs) never came along. Yeah. He had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he never ended up going on to do anything else, really. Like, he... Nothing major. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But... And both excellent movies as well. Those are excellent 80s movies. Yeah. 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 Cocktails, for sure, is a major... uh, it it almost belongs back there (laughs) (laughs) probably yeah but uh yeah yeah. and then uh we actually just finished watching uh back to the future again last night i don't know how many times my kids have watched it but Mm -hmm. it's a staple in this house yeah it's so good yeah it's really good so then what is there any other uh road trip food that that you're big on um no, but like, I mean, thinking about ice cream though, we did one thing that I did, um, cause I just came back from Saskatchewan and I went with my mom and we used to live in Saskatoon for, for a brief period of time. So we had forgotten that when we would go to visit my aunt in Regina on the way back, we would always stop for ice cream at this place called Twisted Sister. Um, nice. right. And it's, in this, right. <laughs> and it's like this very, very small, small, like Hamlet almost that it exists. in. I think it's like basically the ice cream place and like a grain elevator and then you're done. Yeah. Um, so we actually like, we didn't, we'd kind of forgotten about it. And as we were driving past, we noticed it and I sort of like dangerously pulled over into the, into the parking lot right off the highway. And yeah. We got ice cream again and it was, it was awesome. It was yeah, it was neat. It was it's kind of cool. So you can have ice cream, sort just of. Sort of. Sort of. It you was can't a pack mess. It along. Yeah, it was a mess after. So <laughs> it was just it was awful. But yeah. So anything else in Chilliwack that you're going to be working on? You got your thesis coming up and um, photo shoots you got coming up at all? Yeah, I uh, nothing too much. Like with my thesis. Um, What's I think gonna be interesting is like, originally I had planned to do houses. So I was gonna photograph different houses and and talk about how houses can become significant characters in our lives. Um, And uh, I was gonna, my original plan was to go back and like visit all of my childhood homes and just, you know, show up at the door and knock on the door and be like, hey, can I I come see this house? It didn't work out. We got to Saskatoon and it it just fell apart. Um, So now what I'm thinking about doing is I'd like to do something about objects and sort of like the the characters that we sort of like place into objects, they become significant uh, things in our lives as well. Yeah. So it's kind of what I'm looking at. And um, one thing that I'm sort of playing with is is the idea of going in and talking to specific people and asking them to show me kind of like, you know, what are what are some significant things that you carry with you throughout your life? And what, what are their stories? And kind of writing down those stories and doing a photo essay that way and separating it into a bunch of different photo essays about those people. So... That's kind of kind of what I'm looking at um, right now, and then I've got that wedding this week, and otherwise I'm doing a lot of editing. It's a yeah. lot of editing is basically my life right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for uh, hanging out and talking, and thank you. So, where can people find you online? Oh, um, you can find me on Facebook under Sarah Sovereign Photography, and I have a website, uh, sarahsovereign.com, and on Instagram, I'm under Sarah Sovereign. Yeah. Yeah.
Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, Sarah. I appreciate Thank you. you hanging out. Thanks. <laughs> Sarah is an incredibly talented person. I, uh, I felt like I threw her really far under the bus when I brought up some questions about Chilliwack for her. But I know that Sarah is very smart. She's well-informed with not just the information she's learning at school, but well-informed on this community. She has many ties to many different organizations, different people, different businesses. So I knew that she would be able to handle answering some tough questions about, you know, what are some solutions? What are some ideas that we can do in Chilliwack? And I walk away from this episode thinking about how cool it's been running around town in Chilliwack. You know, it's good to have a collaborative effort, as Sarah was talking about in this episode, where we're getting a lot of voices joining in the conversation. Uh, you know, there isn't, going, there isn't going to be one set solution for the issues and the problems that we're facing in Chilliwack. There's going to be a lot of different ways for us to figure out what we need to do to make Chilliwack an awesome community all around, uh, dealing with uh, a lot of the issues that we have going on right now with homelessness and uh, property crime and everything else that's related with that. So it's good that we have all these voices joining in, and I'm encouraged by the amount of people that want to join in with Around Town in Chilliwack to share the creative work and the uh, inspiring work that they're involved with but also to share their thoughts and their two cents on what we need to do in Chilliwack. So if you're one of those people, you want to get uh, involved, I encourage you to do so. Whether you want to join in on a podcast here with me, or you want to volunteer or be a part of, um, there's a plethora of organizations in Chilliwack, go do it. Go be a part of the solution instead of just complaining about the problem. I'm Matthew Anthony Hawkins, and I hope you have a great day.